Hey guys, welcome to a very special edition of The Sparkling Client. Uh, we were able to interview Scott Guthrie at the latest Firestarter, so the Silverlight Firestarter. He was gracious enough to allow us to um, pull him out of a party, and he didn't call corporate security on us, just gave us um, a really great five-minute interview. So thanks so much, Scott, and let's uh, jump into the interview. So Scott, <laughs> sorry to interrupt the sports talk. <laughs> um, welcome to the Sparking Client. You know we've been meaning to have you on. So no, my pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So um, uh, we were on the keynote, of course. Uh, Several so like five. Cool. Uh, we were excited to have it. You know, and announced to the world. So, um, you know, first of all, congratulations. Oh, thanks, thanks. It's uh, it's been fun. It's uh, yeah, it's, it was fun to actually get a chance to talk to him about it and show it for the first time. Right. Yeah. I mean, you've been working on it in secret for so long, yeah. and then you get to show it to the world. Yeah. yeah you know, it's uh, you know, I think we we're still kept tallying the total stats, but we had like more than twenty thousand people registered for the event this morning, and we might have had up to thirty thousand people watching the keynote. Right. Uh, it takes a little while to calculate all the exact stats, but uh, um, yeah, it was fun. And Twitter feedback's been great, and actually, we were a trending topic on Twitter for a while today. Oh, nice. So yeah, it's you know, it's great to see the energy. And then how smooth the stream was going. There was like no complaints, nothing. It held yeah. up to that. Yeah, we had, we, had a, we had one issue with Twitter apparently. That there's some Twitter integration in the app that at some point Twitter conked. So for a minute or two, it was a little <laughs> slow. But uh, um, there were there was know. some Twitter complaining about that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but the, the video streaming itself was great. So. Yeah. So, so so let me ask you this. Okay. So um, you know you've got these great sort of areas. You've got the 3D stuff, and then you've got the you know sort of WPF parody stuff, mm -hmm. and then you have you know more like Font and clarity and printing mm -hmm. and some of that stuff. You know, if you had to pick a favorite thing out of Silver Light 5, what would that be? Oh, uh, there's a lot of good things. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think the 3D stuff's pretty darn cool. Yeah. Um, and not just because they used uh, my body and gave me big apps uh, <laughs> in, the, in the Kino Dome, and but I think. And a tattoo, right? And a tattoo, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that, that stuff is kind of pretty mind boggling in terms of the potential. Yep. Um, so I definitely like that. Yeah, and I think also just for, you know, I just I just like the, I like the fact that we were able to take. Uh, I think we were doing 14 of the top 20 features yeah. requests in terms of votes. And so, you know, it's just you know, how do you how do you listen in to what people want and execute on it? And you know, that that's kind of nice too. So so let me ask you this: Is there any reason with this 3D API that somebody could not write? Uh, like a 3D shooter application that's fully hardware accelerated. Is there any reason that couldn't happen? Well, I mean, uh, you, I mean, the technology is there. You could. Um, you know, we've, we, you know, we, we recommend XNA for kind of game frameworks because mm -hmm. you know typically with games like a first-person shooter game, there are extra things you want. You want sound. You want uh, you know sometimes more input control. You want kind of mesh models. You want sort of content ingestion, and you know the full XNA stack gives you that. Uh, unless you write it in managed code, um, but yeah, the, you know, the Silverlight 3D APIs by having a media mode API with 3D and mesh support, you know, does give you the, the graphics capabilities to do some pretty interesting stuff. So uh, yeah, you know, the, most of the stars we showed today were more kind of data visualization and business visualization, but uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of potential what you can do with it. So I think we're all excited to you know. Uh, get into it. Like we mm -hmm. want to, you know, actually start working with the bits. Obviously, that can't happen today. You know, is there any reasonable recommendation you can make about um, here's how to prepare for the 3D API, right? Because it's not quite XNA, right? right? Um, is there anything we can say about that? I'd say right now. I mean, I'd say XNA is probably the closest approximation to the API. 
Um, we're still working out the exact API details. Uh, and so, you know, what, what we showed today, I mean, we didn't show the API today, um, uh, we showed the implementation. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, we'll probably still tweak the API up until the beta, uh, and then hopefully we're on the beta, it'll be locked. But, you know, I think, I think the XNA technology is probably the best thing to check out right now. Um, because that does provide, you know, super rich 3D API, mm -hmm. and you know the API today is is, is pretty close uh, to, uh, if not identical, subset of the XMA API. Oh, interesting. Not identical, okay. it's yeah. a, but it's it's close subset of the XMA. Right, right, right. Hearing it's close is, yeah. you know, I think. So, so my question is, as I was talking about people with that earlier, the 3D is is that it was actually pretty low level, almost like you know a step above direct DirectX. Mm -hmm. And so the question I had was, well, when can we do X and A? But it sounds like that that's what we should be planning for. Yeah, I mean, the APR today is pretty close to XNA. Um, and, you know, XNA is pretty close to DirectX. Um, so, you know, you are working with things like, um, you, know, uh, you know, vectors and, and shaders. And um, uh, I'm not a 3D developer, so I'm trying to remember all the classes. But, you know, you are working with a pretty low, low level. It's, it's not, you know, we have a, a perspective 3D support inside several like today where it's you take a 2d surface and you transform it obviously we still support that but this 3d api is much more low level um, and the nice thing is by having that type of low level primitive api uh, you can basically build higher level constructs and so you know you can pretty much do anything with it and it's not a 3d specific api um, you know it is a gpu api uh, but it has the 3d characteristic to it so you can do both 2d and 3d with it all right. Great. All right, guys. Um, so we're out of time. Scott, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, and, uh, and if you don't you haven't already, definitely check out the keynote and uh, look forward to yeah, you we'll have the bits. Thanks. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you're interested in Silverlight desktop, Windows Phone, or even iPhone, iPad development, go ahead and give our site a look. SilverBayLabs.org. We craft software with a natural approach.